This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without One Earth Body Care. Their Skin Fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it, and it makes your skin amazing. There's a day and night facial oil, which I use every day and night, and it really, really has helped my skin. There's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax. Of course, my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly. If you've got a baby, they've got a baby butt saver. The other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars. They've got Skin Fix for Pets, which has helped my glue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at OneEarthBodyCare.com. Love is in the air. Everywhere I look around. Anyway, uh, I'm singing that song because of Valentine's Day. And it is Cooking with Kayla. Every Wednesday. Okay, get out of the singing. It might be funny if I did the whole interview and singing and be like, where'd everybody go? Hey, I think I'm a pretty good singer. Kaylee Cappiello is here and we're going to be talking about Valentine Day's meal, meals, recipe. Kayla, tell us and hello. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Thank you. <laughs> also, fun fact, I'm a horrible singer. Oh, like, okay. I cannot really carry a great tune at all. <laughs> and my mom was always like, you should take singing classes to like oh. get better. And of course, like I never did. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny. And this is one of those things. Uh, my mom would always say, you're going to be sorry when you're older about like everything. I took ballet. I quit right away. I took tap. I quit. I took tennis. I quit. I took, I don't know. I just was not a very stick with it kind of kid. I had low self-esteem and I was uncoordinated and I felt like I just couldn't do it. But I always had a really, I know that was not demonstrative. You'll be like, yeah, Lisa, you think you have a good voice, you're cracked. But I do have a really good singing voice. So my mother said, you should take singing lessons. And I was a senior in high school. And you think I'd have a little like appreciation that she's paying for these. I didn't practice. I didn't give a crap. I didn't want to do it. And now, boy, she, that of all the other things I quit. Because I don't, when I sing, it sounds pretty, but I have, I don't know how to sing from my diaphragm. I don't know oh, how to no. sing correctly. I don't know how to do that at all. And the yeah. only moment I really regret it is like in the middle of karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. All right. So let's talk Valentine's Day recipe. What do you got for us? So I've made it a bunch of times before, but I'm also making it, of course, tonight. It is an easy Mediterranean Greek skillet. When I lived in Hoboken, Andrew used to be obsessed with this Greek restaurant that was right by my apartment. And I feel like since we moved, we really haven't found a great Greek place. We've found good ones. We've found decent Mediterranean food, but nothing has been great. So I wanted to recreate like all those flavors in a way at home so we could pretend that it was the takeout we used to get. Oh, that's nice. This skillet is going to use any kind of rice you want. I actually used brown rice in this skillet to keep it like friendly, low carb, easy. I use that boil in a bag rice. Mm -hmm. I think it's called boil in bag rice to be specific, but it actually made my life super easy. So I chose brown rice here, but if you like white rice, you can use white rice. You can also use cauliflower rice or blend any of these options together. I'm going to interrupt for a second because last week, a couple weeks, no, it was a few weeks ago, you talked about how you made a bunch of brown rice in, or maybe it was white rice in the rice cooker and then froze it. I just want to remind people that's a nice thing too. Yes. So we've actually continued that. I, for the skillet, I 
was just like in a brown rice mood. So I just made it with brown rice and we had it for lunch one day too, like two weeks ago. So tonight maybe I'll do it with the white rice, but that was really a simple way to like save some money and have like quick, easy rice whenever you need it. Yeah, so I need to if do that. you guys need to be reminded, I just made a whole bunch of white rice in one sitting. I literally like tripled the recipe on the bag because I wanted like three or four servings of it. And then I just individually bagged it one cup in each bag and I froze it instead of buying the so frozen smart. rice so that I'm wildly obsessed with, but yeah. it is kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah. It adds up, right? Yeah, the for sure. So stuff is cheap. The beans, the rice. I always buy canned beans. And I, I'm always like, I should really make these in a crock pot. I was like, ah, it's a dollar eighteen. But you know, it's like you know. I guess at some point it's like, what is your time worth? True. And I feel like often I'm like, the time it takes to get rice perfect, I could just be buying it frozen. And it makes my life easier. But the time Andrew made it in multiple servings and I froze it made my life really easy. So you know what I find? Gorgeous. And we I promise everyone when we'll get to the recipe. I haven't made brown rice in ages, but when I used to, I know I have a rice cooker somewhere. I did not do one to two. I, I thought I, I like my rice to have not super toothiness, like it's hard, but like chewy. So I would do one and a half cups of water to one cup of rice. Okay. That always worked for me. Rice is like my nightmare. Oh, okay. Then you wouldn't like that. <laughs> I need like the fluffiest rice possible oh. and like getting brown rice to like taste like the texture of white rice is really hard. Oh, how do you get it fluffy? That's my problem. I like can't. So but I felt like the Trader Joe's frozen did it? one did get that fluffy. But then when I bought regular brown rice to like make it like a normal human would, mm-hmm. I could not get it right. Now, apparently oh, my, my father-in-law makes wonderful brown rice that everybody raves over. So Wait. we were talking about it last week. I said, you have to have me over and teach me your ways because I really don't <laughs> know how to make it like fluffy like that. But I right. did use, I swear I'm not getting paid by success rice, boil in a bag. <laughs> but it was really easy, like you're saying. You can right. add extra water because when you're done, you're really taking the rice in the little bag, like out of the water Right. So it's really cooking for as long as you want without, if you don't have the little plastic bag, which I don't even want to get into the microplastic problem. Right. Conversation. Yes. But if you don't have a plastic bag and you add too much water, it's super yes. easy to like overcook or undercook and then there's too much liquid. And that's what mm-hmm. really messes me up. So right. this was an easy way to, when I did want to make it like fresh and just use the boil in the bag. It was time-saving. It was a good time-saving hack, but let's ignore the plastic sandwich. Now, everyone's like, enough with the rice, Lisa. Yeah, okay, pass the rice. Is, But no, but it is good. Yeah, please pass the rice. But it is, but I'm bummed. All yeah. right, so, <laughs> all right, tell us about this recipe. So you take rice. Yes. Brown rice, so, white rice, whatever you like. Yeah, you're going to make all of your rice and put it on the side. You don't okay. have to have it warm. It's just going to be like a room temperature situation. So you can make your rice ahead of time and just warm it up like when you actually need it. Okay. So you're going to add chopped peppers and onions alone to a skillet and you're going to saute them and cook them down. You can either add water or oil just like a little bit to keep the pan moist so they're not sticking and burning along the edges, but whatever healthy option you like, that's totally fine. Once you're done, the peppers and onions are going to stay in the skillet, and then you're going to add your fully cooked rice in. 
I like to mix it around a little just so the peppers are like incorporated with the rice. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, if you've chopped them finely enough, it's all the same size. Oh, okay. So it feels like it's all incorporated together. Oh, I see. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So you have big chunks of Yeah. Like I wanted everything to be chopped and diced the same size. So it really felt like when you took a spoonful, you were getting a little bit of everything instead of like your rice is here and the peppers and onions are falling off and they're not cooked the same. It's just- I like everything to be uniform. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then afterwards, you're going to remove it from the, uh, you're going to remove it from the stove and set it on the side. Definitely like, please don't put this right on your counter. You're definitely going to like burn something. I use like a, a pot holder. Right. And once I'm done, I let it cool for a few minutes and I top it with sliced cherry tomatoes, chopped up arugula. You can use feta cheese, you can use dairy-free feta cheese or fat-free feta cheese, depending on if you want it low-fat or dairy-free. I squeeze a lemon on top, just put some salt and pepper, and that's it. You can Mm. add, if you're making this for lunch, that's it. I don't like to add any kind of meat or like seafood to my lunch. I just want it to be like kind of this room temp rice salad combination. I don't really know how to describe that, but I guess it's like a warm salad. Yeah. And then if you're making it for dinner, I like to make either grilled chicken to put on top. You can make steak. You can make a piece of salmon. You can even put shrimp in it. Just like put a little olive oil on top. And then I would serve it like right out of the skillet. So put the skillet on the table. You're serving it out. Like the presentation is just so nice because it has the cheese, the arugula, all the fresh like peppers and onions and tomatoes. And it's like a really pretty dish. It's like not a lot of work to get something that looks like it's a lot of work. That sounds really nice. You know, I made a rib, a grass-fed ribeye steak in the air fryer. It was, I think it was eight minutes each side. It was shocking because sometimes grass-fed can be a little rougher or tougher. Mm-hmm. It was so moist. I, I was shocked because I'm, I'm trying to be, if I'm going to eat red meat, I want it to be grass-fed. Yeah, yeah. And you can get it again at Stop and Shop. It's shocking to me. Like there's so much, there's so many healthy things now you can get at a mainstream grocery store. I mean, again, there's so much crap, (laughs) but there is some good stuff around, you know, the periphery. So I was excited about that, but this sounds really good. I do have to give a plug for my book, which I just sent out my last copy, Clean Eating, Dirty Sex. It's not about dirty sex, people. It's a play on words. But what you're going to get is you're going to get over 50 recipes that are all include foods that are good for your sexual health. This isn't BS. They're, the book is full of science. The book has an ABC dictionary of all the different foods and why they're good for your sexual health. It's part memoir where I share some of my struggles with um, sex and love addiction issues when I was younger, um, how I overcame some things, my own like junk food eating habit and obsession. Um, there's also about 50 experts who answer all different questions about living a healthy lifestyle. So I wish I could hold it up. Go look at it because it's got a kick-ass cover and it is the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Clean eating, dirty sex. Again, just to play on words. Uh, <laughs> if you want your sex dirty, that's up to you. But this book is about <laughs> it's a book about something else. At any rate, you're so great, Kayla. I'm really excited. All right, Kayla, tell us all the ways we can find you. And everybody, you have to subscribe to her sub stack. It's $4 a month. And tell us what you get. We haven't gone over that in a bit. Okay. So yeah, on my Substack, you can find me under Kayla Capiello and I send out a weekly meal prep plan. It is five easy, gluten-free, dairy-free, 30-minute recipes, one for each night of the week. 
It also comes with a grocery shopping list that not only tells you what to buy, but it also gives you brand suggestions in case you're new to the gluten-free, dairy-free world and just don't know what brands are good brands. You also have the option of a one-on-one chat with me where you can ask me specific questions or specific ingredients that you want to swap out. And of course, the podcast here always features one recipe from that weekly meal plan. So you should subscribe to that. Yeah. If you don't want to pay the four to five dollars a month, which is really minimal because it's only one dollar a week, you can do the free version, which is just one free recipe a week. You get an email from me on Fridays, and it's basically just like a dessert or a lunch or a breakfast. It's not a weeknight dinner, it's just something easier and a little more attainable. And that one's free. You can also follow me on Instagram, obviously, or on TikTok. I post a lot of recipes there too. And on my website at kaylacapiello.com. Awesome. I have a new friend and I believe her daughter is gluten-free. I want to get it for her. So how would you do that as a gift? So the meal plan? The whole, the Substack. Yeah. Yeah. You can go on Substack and where it says subscribe, you would put in all of the person who is receiving the gifts information. I see their email. You put in their name and their email. Like they will be the recipient of the email each week. You can just put in your credit card number. So it would bill you, but gift it to them and they'll receive the emails every week. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, speaking of, of loving things, uh, we're going to be having some new segments here on Health Power, Air Fryer All Day, 120 Tried and True Recipes for Family-Friendly Comfort Food, Rebecca Abbott and Jennifer West. Well, they have a huge following on Facebook for all Air Fryer talk, and I love talking, so that's going to be a new segment. I'm also going to be joined by Lise and Connor from Love on the Spectrum Season 2, the American version. Go and check it out. And my best friend Jacqueline and I are going to have some enjoyable things for women over 50. So lots of little quick things here on Health Power. I'm so excited. Please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, and keep coming back. Thanks. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.